You're listening to the Create a Life That Is Beautiful podcast. I'm your host, Letitia Ringe, and this is episode number 42. Welcome to the Create a Life That Is Beautiful podcast. I am your host, Letitia Ringe, and this podcast is designed to inspire, empower, and support you on your journey of uncovering your truth and purpose in the world. Thank you so much for joining us. It's always such a treat to share this space with you. I imagine that you're just sitting across from me and we are chatting like old friends about a really interesting topic that's going to support all of us. So that's always so lovely to imagine as I record these episodes. Now, today's episode is going to be all about following our heart and cultivating passion. Before I dive into this, I want to let you know that I have a private Facebook community called the Make a Different Soul Tribe that you are very welcome to join. It's a community for like-hearted, high-vibe people who want to make a meaningful difference in the world. And through this space, I am sharing trainings on topics like finding and showing up for your purpose. I have just run a five-day purpose training. Actually, it's been so wonderful to connect more with some of you. It's been so beautiful to see you all connecting and getting inspired by one another. And so this is exactly what we're doing with this space. Not only am I sharing trainings on these topics, but also it is a place for us all to connect so that we can learn, expand and connect together. Meaningful connection is so helpful, especially when we're doing something that's different to perhaps the people in our life or to the status quo. And when we feel like we really have this calling to do something super meaningful and to work towards creating the difference that we want to see in the world, and then our mind gets on board and creates all of these problems and dramas for us so that we just don't end up showing up for those dreams. So having a community where we can all inspire one another is super important. And I'm so excited to see some of the beautiful collaborations and deep connections that will be made in this community. It's truly exciting to me. And I've just had such a joy holding this community. And I'm so glad that I followed my own heart and just created it. See, this is what happens when we follow our heart. Great things happen. So if you'd love to join us in the Make a Difference Soul Tribe, just head over to LetitiaRinge.com forward slash make a difference and you will see the link there to take you to the Facebook group so you can join. I can't wait to see you there. Beautiful. Alrighty, so let's dive into today's episode, which, as I mentioned, is all about following our heart and cultivating passion. So first of all, I want to start with a statement. All of the issues, the problems, the struggle, the resistance, and the fear in our life is created by our mind. Plain and simple, it is coming from our mind. When we're born, we're born with very few fears. Most of them are learned and they're created by our mind. When we tune into our heart, these fears don't exist. We don't have the same fear of uncertainty. 
We don't have the same fear of failure, of being judged, of not being good enough. And this is because from our heart, we are coming from a place of abundance and from a place of love. To our heart, we are perfect. We are just as we are meant to be. We are enough and that there is nothing that we can do, say or try to be that will change that. Our heart for me is an expression of our unique essence. It's where all the magic is. It's our what connects us to the universe and the world all around us. It's where we realize that we are all connected and that we're all love, every single one of us. So any problem that you've got in your life, any resistance that you're experiencing, any fears that are coming up, any struggle, drama, chaos, these are all being created by our mind. Now, our minds don't do this to just be horrible. (laughs) It's not just, you know, trying to be a bully and do it for a bad intention. Our mind has the best intentions of actually doing this, of having the fears and having that fear flight response activated. Our mind does this to protect us. The mind is all about protection versus our heart, which is about expansion abundance. The mind sees problems. The heart sees solutions. The mind sees scarcity. There isn't enough for all of us. The heart comes from this place of abundance. There is more than enough for all of us. So within us, we always have this polarity. We have these two voices and we get to choose which one we tune into. So I've decided to name my mind Felicia. This is a funny name to me and I think it's a little bit hilarious. And so I've done this to try to take away some of the power the mind has had over me. You might remember in an earlier episode, I was talking about how I had had a one-on-one session with Jess Lively, who is the host of The Lively Show. She's been a great influence on my life and on the, I guess, the style of what I teach and also coach. I've really appreciated her on my journey, her guidance. And one of the things I learned within that session, which is something I was already aware of and working with and familiar with, but it crystallized in a deeper way during our session. And this was about the how important it is to recognize and to start using terminology that acknowledges that the mind is not us, that the mind is separate to me. And of course, this is important when we think of things like meditation. This is what we're being asked to do. And Eckhart Tolle, for instance, in The Power of Now, he's talking about being the silent watcher of your thoughts, observing your thoughts. You're the part that watches. So this is what happens when we start to maybe personify the mind, give it its own identity that's separate to us. And so coming up with a bit of a funny name or, you know, just calling it something that makes you recognize that it's separate to you can be really, really helpful. So I just wanted to start off with this explanation about the mind, because whatever you're feeling 
you should experience a sense of relief knowing that it's not you that is creating all of this drama, all of the problems that you foresee, all of the fear that you experience. This is our mind and it's doing it because from an evolutionary perspective, it's something that it was required to do to keep us safe. This part of our brain hasn't evolved up to the current state of our society. And so when it feels like it is being threatened, and this can be simply through uncertainty, we are having this fight and flight response activated. So it's all out of something very honorable. It just wants to keep us safe. But by doing that, it's keeping us small. And one of the other things I love to note is that the mind tries to manage our expectations. So have you ever thought about doing this in maybe your work? You'll be like, okay, uh, I don't want to give this client the impression that I can deliver more than I actually can. So I'm going to let them know that I'm going to deliver something less than what I'll actually deliver because then I manage their expectations just in case. And this is the way the mind works. It doesn't want us to be let down. It doesn't want us to really experience risks. It doesn't want us to be put in danger. So it coddles us trying to protect us. But by doing that, it doesn't protect us. It actually keeps us small. And we feel this sense of, I just need more freedom, more expansion in my life, but I'm so afraid to do it. So it's this duality that's always existing within us. And, you know, the mind serves a very important purpose. So there are times when we need its protection It's just that we don't need it when it comes to maybe following our heart's desires, when it comes to taking a risk, as in changing a job or pivoting in our life in some way or stepping out on Instagram or Facebook, sharing our voice. We don't need to have that fear activated. And it's actually keeping us small because it's stopping us from doing what we truly desire to do, which might be sharing a voice, which might be leaving the job you're in right now, which might be starting that passion project you've had your heart set on for some time, which might be showing up for a new relationship. There are so many things. So just imagine what it would be like not to have to experience that all the time. And the great news is that you have a choice. You get to choose where you tune in. So while these fears are still present, while these problems and resistance and struggles still exist, we get to choose whether we act on it or not. We can hear the fear of the mind. We can hear the resistance and feel it. And we can decide that we want to go with our heart or our gut, that we want to move in a different direction. Thank you for your advice, Felicia, but I'm going to do something different. So that important part there is to make sure we give our mind a space to be heard. Now let's talk about the juiciness of the heart. So following our heart asks us to learn how to A, trust and B, receive. And I'm going to throw another one in there. C, listen. Now all of these are of course, aspects of feminine energy. So they tend to be traits that we find a little bit more vulnerable. 
and that we might be less familiar with. So the reason that when we follow our heart, it asks us to learn how to use these three qualities is because the heart operates in a different way to the mind. And when I'm talking about the heart, for me, I'm talking about also our inner voice or intuition and also our soul. I believe these are all connected and potentially the same thing. So when we're hearing from the heart, we're receiving. We're receiving the guidance. We're listening. We're connecting with this part of ourselves. Now, the reason we don't need to do this with the mind, I believe, is because we're so over-identified with the mind at present that we believe we are the mind. So we're so used to hearing what it says, to listening, to receiving. And so we've got to learn how to do this with the heart and to do this consciously because it's something that we are trying to consciously change and make a connection with. So we've got to learn to create a new relationship with it. The heart is going to be the place where we feel our desires, where we get those sense of knowing, calling to do something, that urge. This is all coming from a different part of us to the mind. And so like with any relationship, we start off slow, hopefully, (laughs) and we've got to learn how to trust it. And as we learn how to trust it and we show that we trust each other, the connection gets stronger. This is the same as the relationship with our heart. As we start to connect with it more, consciously making that effort, receiving the guidance, so listening, we start to get familiar with the language of the heart in the same way that we are familiar, so familiar, with the language of the mind. And we start to deepen this connection by showing the heart that we trust in its guidance, which is what we're doing right now with our minds. Oh, we trust so much the guidance of the mind. So we have a really great relationship with it. But unfortunately, we think that we are it. And just like with any relationship where we don't have some healthy boundaries, there will be problems, particularly in our identity So we act on the guidance of the heart as a show of or a sign of trust. And this establishes a deeper connection with the heart so that we start to be able to hear from it more and more. So think about these heart's callings, these desires that you get. You feel this desire to do something, to explore something, and then the mind kicks in. These are all the reasons why you shouldn't do that. These are all the problems with it. These are all the risks. These are all the potential worst case scenarios that could happen if you follow what the heart is calling you to do. And so we judge what the heart is calling us to do using the mind. But what we've got to understand is that the mind and the heart are coming from two different perspectives and they're also speaking two different languages. So the heart tends to communicate to us through feelings. If we think about intuition, we can also think that we've got a, we've all got a different intuitive library. We might get visuals, we might get feelings, we might get a sense of knowing, we might use other tools like signs and symbols, tarot cards to help us access our intuition. But for the most part, what we're experiencing when we're receiving feelings and emotions is something that's coming from our heart. 
And so when we learn how to trust those emotions that we're feeling, so we know that it's the heart that's telling us, you know, don't go there. And so that's why you feel angry or frustrated or sad. It's telling you something that you need to change. And when we're feeling good, we're feeling joy, we're feeling happy, we're feeling even calm and peaceful. This is the heart telling you that there's also something to know there. You like where you're heading. This is the right direction. So we can use our feelings and emotions to communicate with our heart or to receive our heart's guidance. And so when we trust in the actions we take as a result of those feelings that are communicated, we start to develop that connection with the heart. Imagine if you are in a relationship and the other person is trying to communicate something to you all the time and you keep ignoring them. They'll probably stop trying to communicate with you. And this is what happens with the heart and with our intuition. We've got to keep asking for its guidance. We've got to keep actively tuning in. And it makes sense because it's all about re-establishing the relationship and the connection. The other part is because the way our heart is communicating to us is through our feelings, which is through our physical sensations that it creates in our body. We are interpreting what those feelings and emotions are using our mind because that's what we're identified with. So it's like we're speaking two different languages and we're trying to translate it using one. And so you miss out on everything that is being communicated when you're doing that from the mind. Now, I'm not saying that the mind is not responsible for some of our feelings. We can have many thought loops. So they're thoughts that create emotions that we've just had on repeat for a year, two months, our whole life. It's something that's become automatic. And so it's just happening. We have a thought that creates an emotion and sometimes our emotions are creating these thoughts because we've also associated the feeling with these thoughts and it just sort of spirals outwards. But this is happening through the lens of the mind. What if we just experienced our emotions for what they are and stop judging them? Stop saying this one's right, this one's wrong, this one's good and this one's bad. I mean, even in the way I just described that earlier, I used the word good and we want to stop doing that. This is just an emotion. It's just intel, something we're receiving. It's a message from our heart. So the heart, there is a lot more uncertainty from the perspective of the mind. To the heart, everything's fine. There is no uncertainty. It's just guiding you to where you want to go, to where you want to be. But the mind, which wants to control within its perspective, sees that as uncertain and that that is risky. And so it activates these feelings of fears within us, the fight and flight response. And in women, it can manifest in the tend and befriend response. So we all have this, and this is great to know this distinction between the two, because you can start to differentiate between the two and distinguish between the two. And that's where all the power lies. Which voice do I want to use? I believe that when it comes to our purpose, when it comes to our calling, when it comes to cultivating passion in our life, when it comes to 
creating the meaningful difference that we want to see in the world. This is all a result of following our heart. And the reason so many of us are not aligned with our purpose is because we're trying to figure it out with the mind. It's the wrong place. Now, if you're listening to this and you're thinking, I never hear from the heart. I I don't know what this feels like. I don't get this sense of knowing. I don't get this calling to do something. I definitely don't experience passion. I want you to start somewhere small. So just think like with a relationship when we're courting someone, we're going to start small baby steps. We'll have a little meet, maybe a meet cute. We'll exchange a couple of words on the first encounter. And then the next time we meet, it's going to be something a bit more. We go on a proper date. And then the next time, maybe we go on a longer date and we keep building up from there. This is the same with the relationship with our heart that we're trying to cultivate. So the place to start if you are someone who doesn't feel connected to these words that I just described, which are really feelings, a great place to start is to look out for something smaller, a feeling that is more every day that we all experience. And this starting point for me that I recommend to all of my clients, that I recommend in any training that I do when it comes to purpose, is curiosity. It's also a topic that we explore in Embrace Your Feminine Essence, as is trust, receiving, and also the heart. So if you're interested in exploring this aspect of you, I invite you to sign up for the course at LetitiaRinge.com forward slash E-Y-F-E. When you sign up, you get immediate access to eight modules all about feminine energy and how we integrate this with our masculine. So if we start with curiosity, we start to recognize when we're curious about something And if you just reflect on the last 24 hours, you'll be able to find something that you felt curious about. If instead of not giving that curiosity the time of day, we shifted into acknowledging this feeling of curiosity and exploring it without judgment, so trusting it, this is a really beautiful place to start, to start to cultivate that connection with your heart. The heart will start to grow louder because it knows you're listening. And it's through this listening that we start to figure out what our passions are, what our purpose might be, where we're interested, what we desire, what we're being called to do. These feelings get louder, they grow stronger, and we're truly open to receiving them. The more we trust and allow and listen, It's just like falling in love. The feeling at first is not so strong, but it grows and it grows big time. And it's the same thing that happens with passion. So trying to chase passion can feel like a thankless task. You might think that I'll never be the type of person that has this super strong emotion that completely overtakes me, which is Pretty much what the definition for passion is, it's like a strong and barely controllable emotion. Emotions are subjective. The way that we experience them are subjective. And this is what feminine energy is all about. We also cover feelings and emotional intelligence in Embrace Your Feminine Essence. 
So we are comparing a feeling through something that we see in others and on the TV, movies, and holding up our own experience of something like passion or interest to something that we are seeing displayed in others and many of them, you know, manufactured. What we need to do is just like with the heart, we've got to turn inwards first. We've got to see what passion feels like to us. How does it feel in your body? What are the physical sensations? Just think of being passionate about a belief you have. Think about the way we use passion when it comes to our fears. That's a very strong emotion when we experience fear. You might say that we're very passionate about some of those emotions. It's just in a negative sense. So think of the times where you felt passionate about something and note down how it felt in your body to experience that. What were the physical sensations? This will help you recognize it when you start to experience passion. But just realize that your experience is subjective. And so for someone where it might be completely encompassing, that might not be your experience of passion. But we all have the ability to find passion in our lives. And what I've come to realize through all the work that I do on this area in purpose, which has a big part to do with passion, is that it is something we receive. But it starts small, just like love, just like a new relationship. And the more we trust it, the bigger it becomes. And then before you know it, you're in love. Or you've got that passion that you always wanted. And all it took was following the heart. You have it in you. Every one of us does. And the onus is on you to find that and to cultivate that because that is where you end up making the difference that you want to see in the world. It is by following where your heart is calling you. Alrighty, my friends, I hope you enjoyed this episode and that you're feeling inspired to go out there and start following your heart's desires because that's exactly what my intention is. You all have a beautiful calling and I can't wait to see you embrace it. If this is something that you want to explore in more depth with the assistance of a coach, I invite you to check out my one-to-one coaching offerings, which you can find at latisharange.com forward slash coaching. Or if you're just looking for community, I invite you to sign up for my newsletter at latisharange.com forward slash community, and also join us in the Make a Difference Soul Tribe, which you can find at latisharange.com forward slash make a difference. I hope you enjoyed this episode and I will see you next week for another episode to help you unlock your truth and purpose. Bye. Thank you so much for listening to the Create a Life That Is Beautiful podcast. If you feel called, I would love it if you could please take a minute to rate and review this podcast on iTunes. This helps other people like you find it. And I also invite you to take a moment to share this episode with a friend you know needs to hear it. 